Stay in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Earn our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping. Nasty, natty, yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, hit the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the pounce, make the city howl. Now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnel, from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes, we tatted on the jungle. When we flex that, who they muscle on them? Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the In the jungle, we unite in the Trippin' on your black and white Who day when we fight When we die in these stripes Now who got a move rockin' on Now who wanna move crossin' on Now who wanna move Who day, welcome to another episode of Angles and Brews I'm Del Altman, joined by my co-host Travis Brown. Derek Davis is working as usual, and filling in for him is Strawberry Ice, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopoul. What's, What's up, guys? guys? What's going on? Hello, hello, everybody. How are we all doing tonight? I'm fired up. I'm ready for the show, dude, because I couldn't do mine live today, so I'm happy I can at least do something. Well, I'm glad you were able to join in on this with the uh, usual group of everybody falling apart one way or another here. <laughs> Well, I still think it's funny that, you know, this is Derek's original show and then, you know, he's never on. Still cracks Never on it. <laughs> uh, we have you, a very special guest, former Bengals running back coach, coach for the Lions, coach for the Jags, um, played at Texas A&M, focused on track and field. We'll talk to him about all these things and more. Former Bengals running back coach, Kyle Kasky. Hey. Yeah. What's up, joining. guys? Yeah, uh, man. Glad to be here. This is awesome. I've, I've seen your show quite a few times, so... I mean, anything where I can talk football and drink beer, I'm all for it. So, so what well, are we, we drinking tonight, everybody? Here, I'll, sure. I'll start. I've got my Miller Lite, my trusty Miller Lite, my nice Bengals and Brews koozie. Shameless plug. Kyle, what do you got? All right. So I went since since I'm down here in Louisiana, I'm in Baton Rouge. I went and got this voodoo uh, thing here. Now I, I did show this to y'all. I'll show it to everybody else. But so Bud Light down here. I usually drink Bud Light, but they screwed the cans up. Hey. So, I mean, you come on. Help, you can't help where you're living at, you know. Why I know. Put, why would they put shit on the can? That's disrespectful. It's it is. It's very disrespectful. It's disrespectful to that Bud Light. That's why I had to drink it fast so I didn't have to hold the can any longer. You got to grip it with all your might just so yeah. you can crush the can. We I'll, about, to, I'll get rid of that can too. So don't worry about that. It'll be long gone. <laughs> how, how about you, Jeff? Well, I'm starting out with the the. the the cheap beer uh Bud Light, but then I'm going to uh, crack this bad boy open here, the Jackpot Joey beer. So make sure you guys go out into your local uh, distilleries and stores here and go buy it. I'd appreciate it, but that's what I'm drinking. What about you, Travis? Oh, well, I got my typical Miller High Life here, but I'm going to do a little something special here because it seems as if the last couple of weeks while I've been on this show, I've gone through one thing or another. And this COVID. Yeah, COVID. COVID, yes. I, I, by the way, I'm glad you're feeling better, dude. Thank That's you. The, appreciate this is the best that. I've heard you in a while. So yes, yes. Glad, glad you're feeling better. Um, so my voice, my body inside my chest feels great, but there's something else that does not feel that great right now. What is and that? That is my uh that is my balls. Okay. You want to expand on why your balls are a little sore? I am hold on, what time is it? I am three Seven. hours. Uh, after getting a vasectomy <clears throat> so i i'm opening up i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna eat i'm gonna drink a little bit of this right here James, a lot of that only because 
I'm sit currently sitting on a frozen bag of peas and it's not helping me any more than what I need. So I'm going to try and see what else I can do. Hey, I'm, I, listen, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. I had that done three months ago. All oh, right. please give me all the advice. All right. So first off, it wasn't as bad as you think it's, it was. So, I mean, it, it, it's going to be sore, all that kind of stuff. You have to go to bed with something basically on your balls. Because if you don't, it, it, I'm just telling you, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night. I mean, my, they're going to swell up, man. And I mean, it's always good to have some big balls, but not in this case, man. It's like you, you got to make sure that, you know, that you take care of them because it took about six days. I think it was about six days and it finally went away. And then but there was a time that I didn't go to bed with something on it. And I'm just telling you, it, it was brutal about three. In the That's morning. great news to hear because for two things, one, thank you for telling me that. So I don't <laughs> fuck up. And second off. It kind of tempted me because uh, I, everybody knows this, even people at my wedding. Uh, my Xbox tag on uh, it said uh, small X balls. So maybe, just maybe, if I don't put something on there, I'll be normal. <laughs> so now you're tempting me with a good time. I don't know. Well, you could be normal all you want, but then, I mean, I'm just telling you, it's a throbbing normal. And it's <laughs> yeah. not necessarily oh, what I you want to do. I feel... Right now, I feel like I'm already past the punch part, but I am now at the part where it's just pain in your stomach and right on the one spot that you got hit. Yeah. It's See, I told you, I told y'all I was going to bring it. We're five twenty six into this thing. I'm already talking <laughs> and about. All we've talked about is Travis's nuts. Well, so. can, can 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 I can, we, can I talk about? Well, I don't want to say I want to say, uh, I don't want to say what I was about to say because I might get clipped out. But uh, I'll tell you tell you my, my story about my vasectomy. If you if we're no more, no, no, moving here. on. We're moving mine's, on. Mine's, no, mine's awesome. you know what? I would love to hear this. This is intelligence. I need to know because I don't want to mess it up. You guys bro. brought it up. All right, so I had mine. Let's see, my daughter's eighteen. So I had eighteen years ago. So I'm going in there and I got it done, and the doctor's in there doing his little thing or whatever. He goes, Hey, you know what? He's trying to like calm me down. Little thing. You know, cause, cause you know, I'm not, I'm like a little nervous or whatever. He's trying to calm me down. He goes, uh, he goes, Hey, Hey man, you're right. I said, yeah. He goes, Hey, your balls are smoking. I'm like, ha, thanks. That's, that's great. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. And he goes, okay, we're all done. He goes, uh, you want to see it? No, no, I don't want to see it. He throws it up on there. He goes, see, it looks like spaghetti. I'm like, that's freaking great. That's awesome. I'm like, okay, cool. So this has been the most uncomfortable thing my entire life so what, then what did you just say what did you just what did, hold up said it looked like spaghetti you heard it, it looked right. like spaghetti yes that's what he said uh, look like spaghetti what look what the hell did you get done uh, <laughs> did you not get the procedure explained to you travis do you know what they cut out of you oh. he kept his don't worry don't don't go there don't deal deal do i need to grab it <laughs> So, Kyle, you went to Texas A&M. And, uh, nice segue. Yeah, did. nice segue. And you played football there, and then you moved on to focus on track and field, all Big 12 athlete. So, how was that? Uh, I love A&M, and I know they got they got a bad rap over the weekend. Number one, you get, can't lose that game. Number two, um, I know the, the yell practice, midnight yell kind of – I don't even know what that dude was thinking. I don't know if y'all seen that video or not, but, I mean, you can't do that. And, and, and it's just – crazy but i love it there man my my dad went to school there my mom went to graduate school uh both my brother and sister started there but they probably drank their way out of it so um <laughs> I, I don't know they had a good time they had a good time but i walked on for two years i was a fullback uh that we didn't have a true fullback position at the time so uh I'm, i was in the tight end room i was actually a, a, a tight end uh, as one, with, yeah. oh, but i was yeah i'd 
but I was in there with Dan Campbell, who's now the head coach of the of the Lions. Um, he was three years older than me, didn't really get to know him that well. So uh, I was hoping he'd keep me around, but he had already put his staff together before he even got hired. So it was one of those things that, you know, I just was out of luck when Detroit happened. But uh, after two years, I ended up placing seventh in the Big 12, which was all Big 12, top eight, got all Big 12. I don't know how they figured that out, but uh, I was easily the – I was easily the smallest discus thrower in the Big 12, like easily, not even close. Yeah. Uh, but I got seventh, and they gave me a scholarship, and uh, I, I went full-time track at that point and then graduated with uh, with my bachelor's in industrial distribution, supply chain engineering, which I've never used. Then um, I stayed because I redshirted I redshirt my freshman year, and I got a master's in agricultural – agribusness, sorry. Agri, not, I always want to say agricultural economics, agribusiness. Uh, which I have obviously never used other than the fact that I know how to eat food. Um, <laughs> and, and then, uh, I, you know, I, so that, that was my time there. And uh, I, I never placed again in, in, in track, but I mean, I was on the team and uh, won a big 12 team title with them. And I won a big 12 title with the uh, football team as well in 98, the year we beat uh, Kansas state. So uh, I don't know if y'all remember that or not, but Kansas state was number one with Michael Bishop and, I remember uh, I, I was old enough. I don't know if these guys were, but I remember. Yeah. So we, we, <laughs> we knocked them out and uh, we ended up actually losing Ohio state in the sugar bowl that year. Uh, John Cooper was still the head coach. So was, that's how long ago it was for probably all these 18 year olds. So he, he had probably lost to Michigan. Like he tended to do. And then, yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, I probably, I don't even remember. I'll be honest with you. I don't, they were, it was, it was, it was a BCS game. So it was the, yeah. it might've been the first year of the BCS actually. Um, so it was 90, it was a season of 90. I think it was the first year of the BCS and uh, they, they made it into the BCS bowl and we made it in the BCS bowl because we won. So they must've won the big 10. Yeah. So I, I got a question for you. Kyle. How, how long, how many years were you uh, a coach for the Cincinnati Bengals? Was it, was it eight? Nine. Don't change change. Yeah. I got you. So we, we got there, we got there and yeah, we got there in, in 2010. Uh, that was the T. Ocho show that year. Um, that, that was an interesting group, by the way. That, Hell of that, a that year whole, to get there. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, it was like, all right. Well, whatever they call, try to call themselves. <laughs> I actually thought I was, I mean, I'm telling y'all, I think we went four and 12 that year. And yeah, I remember, I remember thinking, Fitzmagic, I finally, right. That was I, finally, year. I finally got here. No, that was Carson. Carson was there. That was a year. He, that was okay. a year he quit. That was that's a year he quit. Got hurt. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That was a year he quit. Yeah. He was, he was hurt, but he played. He yeah. was hurt, but he played. Okay. Um, but that, yeah. So I, and at the end of the year, I'm like, man, cause I'm, they were talking about getting rid of Marvin and I'm like, come on, man, I just got here. Y'all can't kick me out this quick. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so that, you know, that's the year that they changed from Bratkowski to Jay Gruden. And that was also the year of the lockout, the, that next right, off season. Yeah. So, uh, you talk about having to go get a quarterback. We lucked out cause we got AJ green and Andy Dalton in the same draft. Yeah. And, right. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, people can say what they want that, that, Andy Dalton was a good quarterback for us. We, yeah, did we ever get over the top? No, but you know, same thing with Jeremy Hill. Everybody wants to give Jeremy a hard time because of one play, and I, I, yeah, I agree, one hundred percent agree with that. We can get into that later, but like, oh, um, I, no, no, I don't want to go back down the yeah. pain. He also did. A, he also did a lot of good things for us too. So yeah, just you know, sure. but but I if you but then podcast. we made the playoffs. We made the playoffs five straight years. After yeah, that, so. our exactly. podcast goes back to that moment almost every single yeah, time. We, we go back to that. Every I know. Dude, I know. Somehow the hill fumble. Somehow. Y'all can y'all can blame that on me. Apparently, I didn't teach him to get you know get down on uh, freaking first down, get down. But you know, 
Uh, yeah, which, which actually I did, by the way. I mean, I literally told everybody going into that series, listen, just run the clock out, get down. Just if you're gonna, if you feel like that ball's coming out, fall down, just fall down. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's it's hard. Here, the here's adrenaline, what, you're thinking like, oh man, if I completely get out of here, and I'm. The, the, it actually room. it actually opened up if i know none of y'all it really want to go back and watch the play but it actually opened up and then he got uh, shay's ear kind of just came out of nowhere from the side and he and then he dragged him he, he was dragging down i swear to you he was that far off the ground when that ball got ripped out and as yeah. as you know it's a i didn't speak for 48 hours after that game and um so that night that was a saturday night all right marvin called us Am I cool to go into this story? Yeah. I, I don't know if y'all had. Okay. So, no. so Marvin called us that, uh, that night at like two or he sent a text out. I'm sorry. He sent a text out at like two in the morning and said, Hey guys, just take some, take tomorrow off Sunday off and we'll meet first thing Monday morning and do it, you know, do the exit stuff with the players and all that. Instead of coming in on Sunday, just listen, guys, go recuperate, do, you know, drink the vodka or whatever you need to drink to get past this thing. But so, I slept till like 11 o'clock that Sunday morning and my brother-in-law who, by the way, Dale looks exactly like you. Um, You're doppelganger. So he's, I, he's a handsome uh, son of a bitch. I, I just, I just had my ass. I, I texted my wife a minute ago and I said, you got to send me a picture of your brother. <laughs> um, so, uh, so anyway, that he's there, he's a hunter and stuff, but he had come up to the game. Well, he had his crossbow with him and, and, and he ended up shooting a, a deer out of the, he slid my back door open, my back sliding door, and shot a deer in my backyard uh, through in, from inside the house. So when I woke no, up, Scott. so when I woke up, I first thing I see is you, you walk down the stairs and then you, you turn around and you walk right at that door and the kitchen's to the left. And I'm like, the hell happened out here? Like, I mean, I literally like was it looked like a murder scene out there because it was it snowed. So there's like all this blood, deer blood everywhere, and, and I'm like. <laughs> I mean, it, it was freaky looking now. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, so he, he actually has those, uh, those antlers in his house still up in outside of Monroe, Louisiana, but he had cut the head off. So, and they were, hey, he Matt, would, don't you worry about it. it. Listen, it's not illegal. <laughs> it's not illegal when the deer is trying to get in your house. Yeah. There you uh, go. That was, it said, it said, it said, it said intrusion rule. And plus yes. it's the, the statute of limitations is far gone. I um, laughed so hard when I saw that comment because that's the only thing I thought of. I was like, I, I, in the backyard like that? What? Uh, but anyway, so he cuts the head off of this deer, throws the deer in the back of the in the back of uh, his their their mom, my mother in law's uh, explorer, who she they had driven up there from from Louisiana, and <laughs> they put it in a trash bag and put it in the back, thinking it wasn't going to stink. And they said they got about halfway and they said they had to actually get out of the car and like air out the car because the car stunk so bad because oh, this, this deer head was in the back of the car. So anyway, that that all happened after that game. So at least it lightened the mood for a second. Yeah. But I'm serious, though. I didn't. Other than that, I did not speak for I didn't speak until I got in there the next that next morning. I guess it was 36 hours, whatever, on Monday morning when we had to have our staff meeting and then met with the players and. And all that. So, I mean, I, I just was, I, I was, I was done. The worst part about it was, I don't know if y'all remember the traffic leaving those games that, that night. And cause you know, it went down to the last play. So 
traffic getting out of there was horrible. So I had to sit in traffic for like two hours to get in. Kind of like this past Sunday trying to get out. Yeah, I was going to say it's basically like this past week after that game, even though it was not a play. And by the way, Kyle, none of us spoke. I I, I sat there and just stared at the TV for like at least a good 10 minutes. I was was like Joe Burrow this past week and just staring into the the abyss going like, what the hell happened? I mean, because we – I mean, I I get it. We had A.J. McCarron that year, but it was one of those things that I really felt like we were going to still get it done because we went to Denver. Denver won the whole thing that year, remember? And we went to Mm -hmm. Denver on a Monday night like two weeks before. And, I mean, A.J. fumbles the ball there, fumbles the snap, you know, there in overtime. But, I mean, I really believed that we were going to win that game. And if we would have won that game, we would have had the number one seed still. And. You know, if, if Andy wouldn't have gotten hurt, I really honestly believe if Andy wouldn't have got hurt because he was playing he was at the playing highest at level. A, yeah, MVP level that season. Yeah, yeah I, I think he would have been in the MVP conversation that year. I, that's what I kept telling everybody. Until he broke his thumb, he threw an interception, get the yeah. squealers, and broke his thumb trying to tackle the guy, and he never played it was, again. It was – and, and it's the most – but that happens with everything. I mean, look at Dak Prescott, you know, talking about this week's stuff, you know. I mean, he's falling down and falls wrong on his hand. Like, right. I mean – he didn't even get hit. I mean, nobody, none of their team actually hit him. He just happened to fall down and, you know, yep. sprain his wrist or whatever it's, he did. It's, broke it's a finger. football, dude. And I'm like, that, that's, that's my, why well, I have a question for you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Now you bring that up here. So, so the new thing with preseason is that, you know, that nobody plays their starters, trying to get everybody healthy to go into the season. Now, and the Bengals, everybody was healthy going into the season. And then we, I want to say laid an egg, but we didn't play our best game. And we didn't play our best game against Minnesota the very first game last year, but we, Came out and we won in overtime with a with the Ed McPherson kick. And if the god of thunder and long snaps, Clark Harris wouldn't have got hurt, we probably would have won this one. In, you know, regulation with with an, with an extra point. But what's yeah. your thought process on the difference between the way probably when you were coaching with with Marvin and you guys played guys in the preseason to now where they don't play anybody? Yeah, if number one, first off, like Clark, if you're listening, buddy, I, I'm sorry, man. That's that sucks because you're you're he's one of my favorite people on that team because he's one of our he, favorite people too. That, that's and, Dale's best friend, by the way. And and but he he's been consistent. Him and Huber have been consistent for since like '09 or '08 right. or whenever they got there. They got there before I did. So uh, the fact that they're still there is, is a huge testament to the people they are, not just the players they are. So, um, but yeah, I, I think the NFL the NFL did it to themselves because. Uh, when they went to 17 games, it, it took that extra, that took that fourth preseason game away. Well, the third preseason game was always kind of that, you know, primer game that you right. used. And the the problem now is which game do you use? Do you use the second game? Do you use the last game? Um, you know, like, you know, I think uh, Pittsburgh and Detroit did. I mean, if you look at what they did, they played. I think they played their starters for the first half. Right. And right. and you and you see Pittsburgh came out. A lot better probably than the Bengals did. Now well, the defense, that, yeah, their offense still sucks. <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 personnel. That's yeah, they don't have any talent on the right, right, right. And uh, but you know, if you look at if you look at Detroit, I mean, did, should Detroit have any business playing with with Philly? Probably not. You know, but but they, I mean, they were a, a missed whatever uh, intentional grounding call, probably away from winning that game. So. And, uh, you know, Detroit's t- talent-wise is getting better, but, I mean, it's they're nothing to write home about either. But I, I think it goes to college, too. Game, wasn't there a mass separation at the beginning to, like, halfway through? Like, Philly really took off, and then Detroit yeah. randomly started coming up. Yep. 
Yeah, I didn't I think, see any of that game, but I saw the big, massive comeback, and I'm like, what the hell is Philadelphia doing? You, you know, Detroit did that last year, I think, in, in week one, because they were supposed to get beat by the, – the spread was something big, and then they came back and almost won the game, and, and everybody's mad because, you know, the spread. But just mm-hmm. get – y'all y'all get ready. Are, are y'all, y'all are all in Ohio, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm oh, in Louisiana, yeah. and, and just – just wait till sports betting becomes legal oh. in Ohio and, oh. and listen to all your friends that live around you. <laughs> it, it becomes an entirely different deal. Now it's, now it's not who's going to win the game. It's man. Hey, listen, there's a six and a half point spread. What do you think? You know, right, right. come on, bro. You like, I've been waiting for years for this since I've been game 21. I was like, yeah, as soon as this is legal, all of my paychecks every week are going straight. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, to, but, but to answer your question about the, not playing uh, down here at LSU. I was with Coach O during training camp last year before I got hired Coach with the Jaguars. Go Tigers! And, go Tigers! Go Tigers! Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he believed in he's hard nosed, obviously. Like he believed in practicing, and like during camp, you we practiced. We we got after. We ran freaking stadiums all summer long. When I tell you we ran stadiums, we were running Tiger Stadium, not some yeah. little stadium. And if y'all go, go look at Tiger Stadium, yeah. the one the one end zone that's the horseshoe that doesn't have a second deck on it. We had everybody running that, and they would run twelve of them, you Ooh. know. And I think I think we actually went up to sixteen one one. I think I might one die. Friday. No, the, I, I'm just telling you, I about died just walking up there to the top, so I could be up there with them. I was, but they. Uh, so anyway, that but then this year Brian Kelly backed off of them a little bit, and you saw in the Florida State game they had the same issue, but then in the second half they freaking roared right back into it, just like the Bengals did. And I don't think it's as big of a deal, but I think you're, you you got to plan for that. Like if you're going to do that, then you better plan for your first half to be not necessarily as bad as what happened to the Bengals. Cause that, that, that'll, I mean, I'm, I'll knock on wood when I say this, but that'll, that'll never happen. I mean, that, that, that right there, I don't know what that was, but um, that they're not going to let that Burrow's not going to let that happen no. again. I can promise you that he'll throw, he'll throw balls away before he starts making some of those throws. And he's a psychopath. Um, he he was sitting in the locker room, staring at the wall. He was pissed. He's, he's got something for Dallas this, this week. Yeah. I think. Well, let's go ahead and let's just get final thoughts on this game before we move on to talk about Dallas. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll start with you coach. Um, what, where do you think like they went wrong game planning wise? Do you think we should have maybe ran the ball a little more? We tried to come out throwing too much. Uh, the line wasn't jailed yet. Do you think that was part of the problem? Just overall thoughts from that game. Yeah, I think when you got those five linemen that not haven't necessarily played together yet, and I'm talking about with real real guys rushing them, not just in practice. I know that in practice they've rushed or you know they've gone against a rush, but you know they also pull up when they see the orange jersey. Um, you know, with the Steelers, I mean, they did a lot of twist games, and that's if you go look at a lot of the the pass protection issues. It wasn't necessarily getting beat around the edge. It was more of the the passing off games inside and kind of getting picked off. And uh, the communication will get better. Frank's a great coach. I was around him for a year in 18. I watched him take a, a, a highly mediocre line and turn them into something that we could at least go play with. And I think Joe was fourth in the fourth in the league and led the AFC in rushing that year too behind that line. So um he can do things with these guys once they gel and they're all they're all veterans that's the other thing too they're all veteran guys they know how to practice they know how to prepare um they you know that they'll pull they'll pull the rookie along with them um because you know even jonah williams how long has he been around for is this his third season or second uh third season 
third yeah. season. So he's no, been around. It's, it. No, it's, it's actually it's his, might be his fourth. Yeah, fourth. yeah, because it's probably got to keep free in his rookie year. He he's going to go yet. into that uh, where they're going to yeah. have to yeah, pick okay. up his option, right? Or did they pick up his option already? Uh, I think they did. I think, I think they, they picked did. it up already. Yeah. So, so, but but he's been there for a while. So yeah. and, and so you're talking about you know uh, Volson being the only one that's really kind of uh, you know he's he's going to be swimming for a while, and, and that's you got to remember. That's his first game. I mean, that's his, he was in North Dakota State. He was playing Indiana State last year. Just think right. about that. Right. All right. He but was Quentin playing. Spain. Quentin Spain is still out there. Yeah, and and I mean, I think I think there is a point though where you got to say, listen, Volson's going to be our guy, and yeah. and you and you got to you got to let him grow. And I think they got two good games to do that because uh, I you know Dallas right now is is not the Dallas that you know that gets to the first round and loses. They're they're not hitting the stride right now. And then the jets are, I mean, their head coach is taking receipts or whatever he's talking about out there. So, um, you know, I mean, there's, they got a couple games where they think they can kind of get their stuff together. And then, uh, then they got Miami. That'll be, that'll be the big test for this group. And if you can get through the next two games with wins and keep burrow upright enough, uh, to where you can go to that Miami game now with three full games under your belt with this group, they will get better. Um, and again, uh, I think they're going to game plan wise. It's hard for me to say that I, I I'm not a big fan of this always chunking it. Um, I mean, I was a running back coach and a O line coach, so I kind of like to run it too, but uh, you know, Joe, I think what, he averaged two yards of carry or something when it was all said and done and he had one big run. So yeah. if you take that big run out there, whatever it was um, you know, I think there's a, a they got to still stay with him because Joe Mixon can make this this offense run. They can make the team run and not just literally run, but he can he can get them juiced up. And I think once he gets juiced up, that juices up those dudes in front of him and uh, takes pressure off of Burrow. And everybody knows that, but you got to do it. Um, and obviously, you can't the, the the turnovers. Some of the uh, you know like that first interception. I don't know if he was pressing that in there too hard, but you know that's one of those ones where you look at and you go you probably could have just thrown it to the underneath guy and, and gone, you know, gotten out of that down and moved on, but he had just gotten sacked and he was probably pissed off that he got sacked on the first play of the season. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that are probably going through his head at that point, right. you know, and, so, but so no. coach, do, do you think they should have played the, uh, the O-line since we have basically a whole new offensive line, except for one guy, Jim Williams, but he's working with, you know, four other new guys. Do you think they should have played at least a series or two? Would that have made a difference? You think as far as, continuity yeah. goes uh yes it does and i and i know a lot of coaches would have played them and you know that, that you're now you're you're you know you could sacrifice an injury if you do that which right. is something but at the same time maybe you don't and uh i know a lot of teams played the especially young guys a lot of teams played their young guys a lot in in the mm-hmm. preseason this year I, I noticed that around the league and you know zach has a zach has a, a mission to keep those guys healthy and i i respect that it, it's well, I've been in a in a season where you go in and all of a sudden, you know, you're missing half your team by like week four. And it's it's not that's not fun to know by week four you're kind of like hopeless because you've lost all your players. And so, you know, keeping those guys out there, especially with Joe Burrow, and I, I get his deal's a little different. Him not playing that's fine. He, he had an appendectomy. He had <laughs> yeah, an appendectomy. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't I mean, want I, I don't want yeah. Joe to play. I was going to say, I think that could have been a little bit of it with the line also. Collins was dinged up most of camp or not there for one reason or another. Uh, uh, Kappa was coming off an injury. 
to start camp. So maybe yeah. that's a little more why they didn't even try to put him out there is because the whole right side was kind of dinged up. So and, and, I, don't and, you, I don't mean to cut you guys off because uh, this is a great conversation, but I do have to immediately shut this real quick because King Cam just put something in the comments that yeah. I want to put a massive light to. Yes. Uh, super big support of the podcast and an absolute stellar dude. Uh, just put in here tomorrow. He is finding out if his brain tumor oh. is gone. So everybody, regardless of your religion or how you go about it, right. keep your thoughts and prayers to this man. Great exactly. fucking kid, man. Absolute stud. Yeah. And I love Cameron. Everything is fucking solid for Cam because dude loves football, loves mm-hmm. Bengals football, and honestly deserves yeah. the best. So I had yeah. to, I saw that and I was like I have to cut this off completely real quick just the spotlight on Cam. Yeah. We love you, Cam. We love yeah, you, Cam. Exactly. Cam, you, Cam. I, Cam, I don't know you, but I love you too, brother. Hey, you hey, sir. Hey, he's, he's, he's a great. He's dude. had he's had three brain surgeries. One when he was a baby. He just graduated high school last year. He's uh, his sister and uh, and my daughter are friends. So I'm fortunate enough to call him my friend. You know, and uh, a yeah. really good kid. Definitely. That, definitely. Yeah, just pray, praying, praying for you here. I promise you that. Say again. Yeah, I'm sorry. Praying, praying, praying for you here, Cam. Uh, you oh, you yeah. got our prayers. Exactly. I, got, I got to meet him at the uh, one of the preseason games. Dale gave him his uh, his tickets. So Derek, he, he Derek gave him. Or Derek, Derek gave him. Yeah. Sorry, Derek gave him one of his tickets, and I got to sit next to him or right behind, or right in front of him. He was a great kid, and I got to meet his dad. Awesome, awesome people. Awesome, awesome, awesome. For sure. Iceman, uh, Kyle, do you have any other things you have to say about last week or anything else that you? Uh, I, I did want to like address a. Uh, I wanted to address a comment that came across the bottom a minute ago. I think it was Cincy James or something said, uh, "I'm throwing up for the players right now." I mean, listen, they had. Uh, I'm sorry they had to look at me like that, bro. I mean, are you talking about the players having to look at me and listen to me? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no, he was talking uh, about the running. He was talking about the oh. laps you guys are having them run. Yeah, I got you. I, I mean. I've lost a little weight actually since I was there. You're so, I mean, you looking uh, good, Kyle. Oh, yeah. I'll take it for you for a while. Dale said it. I'm usually the one complimenting people left and right about their looks. We got an attractive guest on. We do have attractive guests. Well, I help that. You know, that's what I'm here for to make everybody else look a little You do look like, but you do look like my family. So. Well, is that is that since you're down in New Orleans? Is that family or is that uh, like Brian Kelly's family? I'm just I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah, that was so bad, by the way. Uh, that was, uh, no, was, dude. That, <laughs> that was, was so that? bad. Uh, I got. Uh, she just sent me three pictures here. I'm, uh, oh no! Oh, you gotta I'm, throw them up. You gotta throw them up now. Oh no! Hold on. The, uh, oh hell yeah! Kinda, oh yeah! That's your I mean, oh yeah. That's uh, your long lost brother, dude. dude <laughs> I can see it. Dude, yeah. if you get a purple Kerbill hat on, that yep. kind of looks like. Oh, yeah. Does this mean I'm invited to the cookout? <laughs> yeah, come on down. Let's go. Hey, I'll tell you what. He. He did a uh, he did a crawfish boil for us over the summer. I was about to say and it's definitely got to be the crawfish boil, not a cookout. It's got no, to be he he did the whole thing where I'm so I mean, plain I probably couldn't handle a crawfish the, boil. So these crawfish, you know, they're they you know they're all alive and they're you know the kids are playing with them and stuff. So the kids are naming these crawfish. Oh and no, then, don't do that. And, and it, yeah. So then they get so then they get thrown ready. in. <laughs> no, I, I can't remember what I, uh, one of them's name was Jamal. That's the only thing I remember. I but it. They threw all these, you know, uh, crawfish in the in the in the boil. So you know, it boils up and everything. So they all die, obviously. So and they, you know, they purge and all that stuff. It's it's a weird process. But uh, so my nephew, my brother-in-law's son, 
he finds that one and he starts walking around with it still like he's playing with it. I'm like, dude, that thing's dead. And then he just like cracks it and eats it. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, I've never had crawfish uh, in my entire life. Full, full disclosure. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can eat those or not. I'm not sure. I, I don't, I don't eat it either. I'll be honest. <laughs> with you. I, I don't, I'll play with them. I'll play with them, but I don't, yeah. I, I, I do not eat it. I don't, I don't like, like kids. You're like one of the kids. On the, yeah. He's on the naming a couple of them. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just like the smell of it. It smells good when you've got all the, the spices and the Tonys right, on it right. and stuff like that. Um, but it, I, I just can't do, I can't do the, Dude, the I, I, I'm not texture like, I, or something. I, I don't not, know. I'm not a fish guy in, in general. That's my problem. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So Derek, who's supposed to be at work, but here's what he does. He's at work, but he don't come on the show, but he, but he comments the whole show. So uh, <laughs> he says, he's, he's very productive. Out. Alexandra, so somewhere down down uh, Louisiana, somewhere. That's in that's kind of uh, it's in the middle-ish, South so, I forty nine. It's uh, we pass through there when I go to my mom's house. That's in Northeast Texas. So I thought this might be a good segue here to talk about your wife and talk about you know where she's from and yep. who she roots for and things like that. Well, she is from Start, Louisiana. So there is a I see you. So that, she's from Start, Louisiana. All right. Uh, there is a really famous person from Start, Louisiana. Not all of you might like him. Not all of you might appreciate him, but there is a very, uh, uh, it's not Donald Trump. I promise you that. But um, it is uh, uh, Tim, Tim McGraw is from her hometown of yeah, Start, Louisiana. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves Tim McGraw. Um, we like Tim. We like um, Tim. So Tim, Tim McGraw is from there. He has like a, a sports facility. He used to do a thing called Swamp Stock there and uh, through a concert there. Then he stopped doing it because I, I think he had a falling out with somebody back there. But um, you know, but he's from there. And then, uh, she went to ULM to Louisiana Monroe and I, I was graduate, I was a graduate assistant there. So I met her at a Bible study, a noontime Bible study with the, uh, the team chaplain and invited us to, she didn't like me because I was wearing khakis, a polo and white tennis shoes. You weren't like, ready for that. You weren't like every other that. coach wears on a Wednesday, by the way, True. True. you know, and, uh, and this is in the off season. So I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing freaking coaching gear. All right, get over it. And um, we went to a blockbuster. You remember those? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I remember them. Yeah. Uh, hey, for y'all young guys, you know, Cam's age, you know, those 18, 19 Travis, Travis is 25. Travis, uh, Travis is 25 and don't even test me, man. Blockbuster was the shit. Don't I, even. I even, had the, I even had the Netflix mail account where they yes, mailed you the DVDs. Yes, I had that yeah. too, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. So, but anyway, we, I was, buddy of mine called her and she thought I, she was thinking I was calling to talk to her friend. And I was like, no. So anyway, ended up taking her to, uh, ended up taking her to a movie a couple couple weeks later at the end of that week. And uh, I've, I'm, I'm that good of a recruiter. I, I made it work. And, uh, so, we've so been, are, are, are you seeing you, you outkicked your coverage? Is that a way? It wasn't even like a, this was one of those ones where, you know, like Jesse, uh, Justin Reed kicked that kickoff through the, through the goalpost. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was me because I had no business doing it and I still did it. And <laughs> boom, baby. Hey, hey, that, 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 that that's energy. still a clutch right there. Come on. That's so, cool. but, uh, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I got to, I got to throw this out. up. She I got gotta you. Take a drink. We got to hey. take a drink. But to, to answer your question, I'll show it to you and take my drink. She pulls for that most of the time, or at least uh. used to. Now, the funny thing was, okay, so. Well, she's got to root for her she, husband first and foremost. Well, she does. Right? So so yeah. we played the Saints, I want to say, in 2012 or something. 
and we lost at the end of the game in, in Cincinnati and her mom had come up to the game. And I don't know have, if y'all have ever been with the family after the game, but it's down in that production truck area by the security uh, office down there. And uh, so we go down there, I'm getting them out of the, the bullpen down there and her mom gives me a hug and she goes, I'm so sorry y'all lost, but I'm so happy the saints won. <laughs> hey, at least she was, she was uh, honest. I mean, I mean, I looked at, I looked at my wife. I said, I'm going to kill her. <laughs> no, you you said it like under your breath, even more. I, no, that. I did. I was I was like, but no, uh, you know, even she came around. It. She and and, <laughs> and it, it is you, but you hit on the head though. Like she doesn't really pull for the Saints anymore because like we've been we've seen the other side of it now, and we've seen. Uh, I've been on three teams now, so people always ask me who's my favorite team. It's hard Whoever to is writing those checks is what I'd say. One hundred percent. One hundred percent got it. Now I will say this: I have I have more friends. I probably have more friends in my life right now, actually in Cincinnati, than I do any at any other city. That's, so Cincinnati is awesome, dude. Um, you know, and I mean, I, I lived there longer than I've lived anywhere else in my life. I, I've right. the, I lived in College Station for five and a half while I was in school, and I was at my high, where I went to high school in Dangerfield, Texas. I was there for six, seven years. So. I mean, All right, I, I, so what's some of your favorite Cincy spots then since you're, you lived here so long? That could be bars. That could be places to eat. That could be yeah. any parks. I got I to gotta, I gotta throw it out there because uh, it is easily my favorite place is Holy Grail. Um, okay. Yeah, baby. Shout out Holy Grail. You want to, oh, yeah. you know, you want to have the man in for something? Okay. Holy Grail. Uh, who, 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 who's still in the Jack, still in the Jack my Joey beer too there. Just saying. <laughs> and, and, out there. and then uh, <laughs> I actually, I found out about, I'm a big Mad Tree and Ryan guys fan, yes. but I found out about Mad Tree. Um, I was at Tin Roof after a game one day uh, before they even open, and there's a guy named Kenny McNutt. All right, he's a he's a guy that was one of the starters of of Mad Tree, and he had an A and M hat on and Tin Roof of in Cincy. And you fell in well, love instantly. I, yes. I did. I walked over. Like, I was like, oh. no, I walked over. I was like, gig him, whatever, and. I said, he's, you know, it always comes back to what do you do? So I said, I just coaching the game, whatever. And he goes, oh, yeah, we're starting a brewery. I'm like, that's cool, man. Next thing I know, Matt Tree is like what, what it is now. So, yeah. um, and then, you know, obviously, Ryan, I like the rooftop at Ryan Guys. That's, I don't know if it's, is it still there? They still got the rooftop. Yeah, at Ryan it's Guys? still there. I've, I've never been there, but yeah, it's still there. I, I like that, you know, and the OTR area when I was leaving was starting to clean up. And then I saw they've had some issues down there recently. So I'm assuming that it's still, it's still cool to go down there and, and, you know, I don't, but, um, you know, and then I lived over kind of in the direction of precinct. So that would be like where we would go. I, you know, we didn't really go to Jeff Ruby's downtown, but we went to the precinct down. And even as a coach, I was half a paycheck. (laughs) You're not lying. That's why I said it had to be a, it was a preseason date or a playoff date. Special occasion. uh, It was our birthday or something. Anniversary. Why why do most Bengal coaches and players live live that direction? Is it just easier to get to the stadium? Because I know Burrow lives that way. Chase Um, lives that way. You live there. I'm like, why is that? You know, I, I really liked, living in, in that Mount Lookout area. Yeah. Um, that's could, a cool area. You could get to a lot of places um, right. really easily, like Mount Lookout Tavern Yeah, was – was now, I, uh, again, I don't mean this in a bad way. It's endearing. It was – you know, Mount Lookout Tavern for a long time was kind of a dump, and you go in there, it's a dive bar. And, yeah. But that's I what I liked. About, that's what I liked about it. And they had <laughs> yeah, live me too, brother. Me too. <laughs> and, and they had live music for the longest time, and then they just stopped doing the live music. And we used to could walk there, so – this was before we had kids. I mean, we didn't have kids till 2017. So, I mean, for, you know, we had seven years of living there before we had kids and 
I mean, it's a good time. We yeah, we were married eleven years for that. We've been married sixteen and a half now, so you know, it's been. Um, we we go down there. Uh, they had a little place. It reminds me, I got to think how long I've been married. I know it's coming up. And they they had a place down there. <laughs> I know you guys. I know you guys have probably been there. Zips. Have y'all been to Zips? The hamburger joint down there. I'm two I've, hours away. I I've, I've heard of like. Uh, dude, like, dude, I'm on I the west the side. I'm the I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. Like literally, if you take 50 from where you live straight across past stadiums, I'm on the other side. That's where I'm. Okay. But I've I've heard of Zips. I've been to Mount Lookout Tavern. I've been to the Precincts, but but I don't know. I've heard. Kyle, of you and your wife have been married almost as long as me and my wife. We're we're gonna be 17 years. Oh shit! I shouldn't follow that for it. Ah! October 8th. Of this year, 17 years. What, what year? So that was 2005? Yes, 2005. Yeah, okay. well, 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 that guy right there, he he, he just got married a little, a little while ago. I did. My one year is coming I up. didn't mean to put you on the spot to try to remember now, the date. Now, now, hold on. Did, is, was that part of the, the reason to get married is to cut your balls off? <laughs> I'll only marry you if you won't put a seat in me. I mean, usually they do cut your balls off, but I didn't know literally <laughs> – that was what you had to do. Literally. literally, he got denuded. You want me to be honest? There's nothing better. There's no better feeling than the feeling that I can have in a couple months. So I definitely, uh, I don't yeah. want no children, and I ain't trying to play that game of what if my whole life. So you know what? We got to go full blown to this. Get a couple days of soreness just to well, have. You had a scare. At least I had a scare for you when you sent me a positive test, but it was oh, a COVID dude, test. No, I was like, a, "Is that a pregnancy test?" Was there was COVID. a scare. There was a scare like a month ago too, and I was like, "I'm so close. I'm so close." Now, do, do, do you do you do you already have a kid? No, we don't want to. We're gonna if anything, we're gonna adopt uh, teenagers because they don't get picked up from the system much. So we yeah. wanted to instead of do the whole puking, sleep, yeah. not being able to sleep at night stuff. We're hey. just like, all right. Hey, speaking of adopting, my my sister had one kid and had some issues, and so hey, Cam. Hey, so uh, the, she adopted two kids. She adopted there you go. One of the things up, my my wife and I tried to, uh, and, and we, this was happening whenever I got like going Cincy, and we ended up moving to Detroit, so kind of screwed up the process. But we were we were Kayla had already finished all the foster care classes, and I was like three quarters of the way through because the season obviously was there, and I just couldn't get to the one she was getting yeah. to, and. We, we were in that process to where we were almost to the point of doing like the home visits. And then yeah. we were going to look to bring in somebody, you know, like, you know, an older kid that right. maybe got lost in the system. Yeah. And, and that was our, that was our goal, not to bring in a baby. We already, we had two of those at the time. So we were like, you know, we we looked to, or we, we had one up this way. We had one and had one on the way right. when I went, when I got let go. And then we ended up having another one this last year. That's why, hence I'm getting. Uh, cut you off. Get, but, yeah, you need to take care of the the basketball crew. 40, 40, 42 years old with a newborn this this past year. So Woo! I'm 40, 43 with a 10 month old right now. So <laughs> good luck, brother. Yeah. So I got to say, uh, I'm 47 and my kids are about out. So I'm good. There, there's no empty nesting coming anytime soon for me. Right, <laughs> hey, I'm, turn, I'm turning 38 more. Saturday. Mine are six. I have two girls. That's why I didn't have no more. 16 yeah. and 12. I was like, nope. I'm just, I just shoot girls. I'm done. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a boy who keeps commenting on the show. He's cat pole. He, and he's married and out the house. And then my daughter is eighteen. So, no. shout out to anybody, who, any of you guys who have girls. It's a whole different thing when you have a girl no compared shit, to a boy. No yeah, shit, I, you got two of them. <laughs> so. I got I got three. I got eight, hey, dude. Hell yeah. I got I got all boys. There you go. 
So congratulations yeah. for you. Good for you. I don't Good know. for you, Kyle. That's no. That, that's not doing me. I, I I would like. I deserved all girls, but like. You know, the problem is my wife's such a good person that, you know, it, she, oh, she it, trumped all that. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's like it's like that person that does nothing in the class project, but actually gets an A. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's Kyle. Right. That, I love Kyle, that's a great analogy. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I see. Hey, real quick. I had the comments going. There's a guy, Michael Kays, that just posted in the comments. That's that's one of my guys. I told you right there. there just shut up. And so Kays was Kays was the IT guy for the Bengals for a while. Oh no shit! Michael, you're sick, dude. Hell yeah, Mike. Yeah. Michael, only the only the A one's the only one that fits my head. These these <laughs> other ones don't fit anything. <laughs> they, Dolphins they would in too. Hey, and Kyle, you see any comments? We can put them up. Like we can pull them up on the. Yeah, screen. no, I just I just had I just saw his name pop up over there. I was like, all right, you know, I did I did see I did see it. Seven. I did see another one now. Now Michael K's Michael K's has. Uh, has a has a little girl and for those of y'all that don't y'all don't know him he has he has better looking hair than any girl that we know and it's down nice. to, it's it's down to about his shoulders why right? would you hide that with just and, an m right now you know and so so he's and and he's he i you know he is asian so he's he's a he's a korean and he, he needs his, a texture picture of, of his hair and so, so he his can see it. his uh his license plate is AMZN AZN, Amazing Asian. Yeah, a, I love it. Sorry, Michael, Michael, I just gave your license plate. Yeah, out. wow. Know, yeah, whatever. that was not. Yeah, don't click. He drives that. his no, car. No. He drives his car around with it everywhere he goes. I mean, it's not like he's hiding it. So don't worry. No, nobody yeah. watches this show anyway. Don't worry. About it. it's fine. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> but no, uh, so but Dude, so yeah. I just found him and the I just wanted to just to make sure and it is You're 100% creeping? true. Tra- Travis yeah. Travis is a stalker just let everybody know. Travis Travis is trying to find you. So here's here's him, here's that's him that's him and his daughter right there. That's Michael Case. Oh, oh damn, there you go. I'll see bitch look at that. Hey, wow, yeah. he personally, I literally he, he looked up his name on Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody has Facebook. All you have to do is to simply search in the name, and you will find him when he says whatever makes you feel okay. whatever makes you feel better, Travis. It's fine. We're not judging. Training order. His name is Travis Brown. All you have to do is Facebook search. I wanted to see his hair. That's all. My God. Well, he won't have it anymore. He's deleting the profile after how weird. Oh, trust, trust. No, trust me. He's he's not deleting the profile. I mean, I went to Cabo with this guy. Trust me. He's not deleting the profile. All right. Hey, Dale, can you, can you put up Capol's, uh, you know, uh, comment there? He, you say you're, you're emotionally hurt the whole time. <laughs> Your emotion hurt the whole time after Clark Harris was hurt. There's no E on it, by the way. Spell his name right. He's Damn it! Come on, Chandler, no, get it right. No, that's actually right. There's just no apostrophe in there. Uh, no, I could see him on the sideline. I Dude, was, I told, I, I told you there. he was dejected. He like Dude. got up off the bench and he was like, "Oh, he's pissed." I told you when he got hurt. I looked at Chandler first and said, "Clark's Clark's hurt." And I turn around, and go, "I smacked you, like, dude, Clark's hurt." What? I'm like, and he's walking off with his arm like this. I turned around, looked at Derek, and said, "This game will come down to that." Yep, and it, it was the beginning twice. of the fourth quarter. Twice, came down to it twice. I didn't know it would be twice. To let to let everybody know, when it comes on the Sunday football games, uh, if it is a home game, I am running the Twitter 
on there tweeting out my personal thoughts. 100,000 tweets it was, I do believe, on <laughs> oh, Sunday. Dude. It was just dude, a lie. Honestly, of it was really nice because, like, all year last year, I was just screaming and losing <laughs> my mind the whole to time. To no one. To no one, just to himself. <laughs> and, yeah, to no one. And right. instead, now I get the level. I'm like, instead of losing my voice and going crazy because I just got over like COVID, I, did. I, was, I was texting. I was just like, son of a bitch, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, what was that snap? Oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, God, said, there we go. I feel better. Uh, all right, Coach, you got any great stories, like, off the field? Because I, I think I remember you would be, like, at basketball games or did you ever go to any UFC events with some of the guys? Like, I, I feel um, like you were young enough to be one of the guys when you were in Cincinnati. So – Probably one of the best stories off the field was, and, and don't judge me for the first part of the story, okay? But um, <laughs> I went, I went when the, you remember, I, they may still do it up there at the casino. They had the, that outdoor uh, stage and they'd have concerts on the outdoor stage, uh, kind of out in front of it right. um, I, at, the, at the casino there. And uh, Kesha was playing. So no, I was going to say Katy Perry. Just- no, I went to Kesha. It's about, it's about it, it might be worse. And I've never in my life seen more glitter. Girls were like there was glitter in the I trash can. I thought this you you had that <laughs> no. much glitter on. How much glitter no. did you have on? Uh, it, well, it was all over me after that night. But I'm just uh, <laughs> so. But no, these girls were like going in these trash cans. Like girls were taking glitter and pouring glitter over their hair into the trash cans, and then the girl behind them would come to the trash can that, by the way, has got trash in it too, taking the oh, glitter God. that didn't stick in their hair and throwing it in their oh. hair. I'm like, <laughs> like, what is wrong with you people? And then That's you know nasty. they're all like. Tick tock, no. you know. I'm like, you know, all that. So I'm like, TikTok, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, um, I don't know what song you're talking about. That, yeah, you, you, know. t- you knew the words to it, Dale. Shut, shut up. up, you shut up, dude. That was so, a fucking banger back child. in the day. What don't you dare try and regret the- So, so they all woke up feeling like P. Diddy, right? And uh, so, <laughs> anyway, so we left there, and that night, uh, Michael Johnson, the DN, not the sprinter. Was having a uh, a uh, fundraiser at uh, oh man I'm I'm gonna I'm kicking myself in the head for this one. What was the place? Do y'all, do y'all know much about the downtown bars down there anymore? Um, uh, Jeff probably. Was it was a three story. It was a three story bar that that was fairly new. It was next to Soto and all that. Anyway, um, <laughs> wait, so we were to get it out of the house to go to games. Yeah, That's my right, life. I got you. Three women. You know? So, so my wife and I, uh, we go over there, and and um, all the players are on the second floor, and this is this is in the off season, so like they're just getting it, you know. I mean, I walk up, Jermaine Gresham's still on the team, so that's whenever this was. All right, so Gresh walks up to me and gives me a shot of tequila. Pac Man walks up to me with a, a tray full of tequila, and so he goes and then, big. And then Wallace Gilberry comes over with something. I love Wallace um, as a player. And, and Orson Charles was there, so he comes over with something else. And and we ended up going over to scene and put it this way: Wallace Gilberry like threw me into a taxi with my wife that night. So, um, but you know we had fun. And and he, he, here's a crazy thing: even though I don't they, remember, I do believe it was fun. They, they 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 respected the hell out of me because I I came out there and and, and supported them for one. Yeah. But I, I held my own as long as I could. But you got <laughs> I couldn't hold it like they did now. They had no, some of those they were in but, their prime, you know. They, they, they yeah. might be a little a little bigger, bigger too. They can absorb more stuff. Yeah, but it, that's you know, we, we had fun with that. Uh I'd say, you know, the, a lot of the other things, like we used to go to Riverbend all the time and uh, go to country concerts and we get those 
so when Toby, so Toby Keith, uh, and his red solo cup and his manager, uh, a red, white, and blue. <laughs> so his, his so his manager Kirby was friends with Marvin. I don't know how how they became friends. Marvin, you know, was friends with uh, uh, with, Dar- with, with Darius uh, um, Darius with Hootie, yeah, Darius Rucker. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, but we would go when Toby Keith would play. We, we'd get backstage passes and go actually watch the concert from back there and hang out and. Uh, you know, get to go on the bus. I mean, I, you know, we were, we were acting like groupies, which was kind of fun, but uh, that, that was the fun part. We actually met a bunch of people. Some like Michael Kay's, uh, he'll tell you, he's, he's made connections with a lot of people in Nashville within the country music stuff, just because of the stuff we were doing at Riverbend. And yeah. um, you know, it, it's pretty cool. Like you get to meet people like that. And if you do it right, and if you take advantage of the situation, you can meet people that are, uh, you know, th- that are connected in other in other industries, other places too, that, you know, can help you out. You help them out. And, yeah. um, you know, I think the one on the field incident I had was I tried to, I, I, I don't want to say I tried to fight him, but I, I bum rushed Vontez perfect during practice one time. Uh, Cause he tackled Gio Bernard after his knee he surgery. He would get a little aggressive in practice. We all seen. The no. videos. <laughs> and uh, I, I was lucky the entire offense had my back because it was, it, and then, I had all these guys after, like some of the media guys asking me after practice, did you know who you were going after? I'm like, yeah, I knew who I was going after. They're like, are you crazy? I was like, I was at that point. You block out, you're defending your guys. Like, Not to bring it back to what we first started talking about, but how close were you to going after Joey Porter in that uh, 2015 uh, playoff game? Because I, I was ready to go well, after that dude the, through the TV. Luckily, he was probably smarter than that. Well, luckily. <laughs> should have been on the field. Luckily yeah. for luckily for Joey Porter, I was actually in the booth that year. Oh, okay. So I was I was up there I helpless. hate that guy. I, I was up I, there helpless. I, I don't say hate very much. I hate that guy. I cannot stand him at all. Yeah. Oh, anyway, he, sorry. You know, I mean, you gotta remember they Pittsburgh is they, they they've had a they've had a, a stretch where their that cockiness was warranted. I mean, they were good and you know, I think they just – there's a point where, you know, it, it went a little out of hand, and I think some of our guys didn't – obviously didn't do the right thing either. But, I mean, it, that that whole thing, I can't even – I mean, that, that game. Yeah, but it then, makes me sick to even think about the game it, because so many things – like, and so many people go back to, like, Pac-Man and Perfect in that game, and, like – and it's like, no, man. If like, Jeremy uh, – sorry, sorry, Coach. If Jeremy hangs on to the – Oh, Jeremy goes down matter. like Coach Todd, and if he hits the ground, <laughs> but also love you, Coach. Love you, Coach. <laughs> but like Joey Porter should have been flagged on that play, not Pac Man. He should have been flagged because the coach is not on the come field, up and he's not even a head well, coach. No, so that, that well actually technically that got changed because of that, and also in that same game. And in the same uh, game, Reggie you, you, Nelson got his hair pulled. Well, yes, no. by another coach. Oh my God, so, I'll never forget watching that as a young man. Just sitting there's there. There's so many. There's, there's so many, coach. What were you going with? So Geo Geo got knocked out. You remember by that? Shazier. By Shazier. So that that changed. That rule changed because yeah. of he he was catching the ball and he was still turning. Yeah. He didn't have his. He he wasn't planted yet. So you can't, right. you know, yeah. you can't lead on him the way he he hit him. So that that changed. So there's actually that. And the uh, and the coaches rule that 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 changed after that game and I mean a lot of a lot of things happened there and what you know shame. honestly honestly if Gio would have been would have been up and going who knows I mean 
with the rotation and everything. He could have been in there with that for that last he, play. He, but, he, he had you know. been. He had been coming in to finish out games because his ball security and, was better. And, I don't and, speak for you. You were the day well, running back coach. But. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. That a, lot of those, a lot of those decisions were not yeah. position coach decisions. Those are – like those are offensive coordinator, head coach decisions. Cause there's times where they take it out of your hands and they just, yeah. And that's their, that they can do that. And I, right, and I don't, yeah. that doesn't bother me, you know, and it, it does, it, 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 put it this way. It, it doesn't bother me when it's been spoken about beforehand. So I can like, dur- you know, during the week, I can make sure the guys you know, understand, Hey, yeah. listen, here's how the rotation's working, you know, and, and, but then I've seen it hadn't have, happened to me as much, but I've seen it with other position groups over time where, Guys are like, I just lost that guy for the rest of the year because you pulled him out for somebody else. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, but I didn't get a chance to warn him because a lot of times you can warn these guys. And as long as you're honest with them, they're fine. They don't care. I mean, they care, but they're at least you're honest. Yeah, they can handle honesty. They don't they don't like being either lied to or felt manipulated. And uh, I think that's one of the biggest things. Like when I came into coaching, uh, with Cincy, I was 31 years old and Wit was like 30 and I was working with the old line. And I remember asking Wit one day, I said, Wit, I, I, I said, I missed I said, that. We didn't let him go. That, oh, and I said, Wit, what? I said, what, why are you, why would you listen to me? And he goes, he goes, well, what, how can you help me? You know? And we right. talked and he said, he said, dude, as long as you can help me, as long as you're giving me something on a weekly basis that, that makes me better. Uh, you, then I'm fine. You, as a coach, that's all they that's that's all they want. They just want something from their coach that on Sunday they won't be embarrassed because you you didn't have them prepared for something. They just want to make sure that you're prepared for what you're going to see. Um, and, and and if you if something happens in the game that you you have the ability to adjust and yep. fix it during the game. And I think that's where a lot of a lot of guys lose players. And it's not just the NFL level; it's any level is they'll they'll coach them and try to tell them something like they'll a kid will ask a question and they'll just answer it not knowing the answer well i i I, that's not the way i coach if if i didn't know the answer i would tell you one of two things i'm gonna go ask right now and i'd go ask the coordinator or hey listen let's get to this meeting put that on the side write it on the board and i'll have this answer to you before we hit the practice field today Hey, coach that's how i teach in my daily life like yeah when you act like you know everything, it's going to turn people off, no matter whether it's a kid or a grown ass man in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like you no can't, you can't just be like, "I know everything." Let me just lie to you. No, let me, let me give you the best answer I can. I, I, I do need real. To, like, I do need to answer uh, one question because it's come up twice <laughs> in the comments, and we were talking the whole time. Anytime you meet Slash from Guns N' Roses, yes, that's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah baby. That's so bad. I saw the comment and I was like, I, oh my god, I want yeah. to. You know, you know who else I met is uh, and golly, I can't think. You know the show The League? Y'all did y'all yes. watch it the fantasy? Yes. So I love the league. What was I, the guy, what was the goofy the goofy brother's name or the goofy guy's name? Um the one the ball guy would always no, wear the hats. No, not the ball guy, the 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 one guy. Oh my gosh, I am oh. losing my mind. Um, was that the, what, was that? Oh, the, the y- y'all know y'all would know the purple costume. He and, would wear uh, the purple costume. 
Was that a, or was that an HBO? I, I know I've heard this was a. It was on the FX back in the day. Yes, yeah. yes, it was, yes. Okay. Um, I, oh, it was Taco. It was a guy at Taco. Taco. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, yeah. so, so my wife and I got to go to the Super Bowl and for that 15 season, uh, we got tickets and and because uh, we got t- we got the access to tickets as coaches, so we went ahead and paid for them and went to the Super Bowl that year because I'd never been and still haven't been, unfortunately. I'm sorry, Bengals fans. Um, but we uh, we we were walking through this like pregame tailgate thing and uh i'm just like walking along and i literally just stopped and went you're taco my wife is like my wife's like petrified like she's she's standing there like oh my god and so like i'm like taco he's like yeah what's up brother <laughs> so i took a picture with him <laughs> so i was just I like wouldn't. i would oh i totally would have done it Cause it was like, I was in the middle of like watching the show at the time. So it was right. like, one of those things where I was actually kind of, you know, it was fresh in my mind. And, yeah. and then, and then I, then I, you know, I come to find out he actually like, he, he has some rap songs. You look him up. Know. Okay. All right. His name is uh, John LaJoy. I'm looking him up right now. His, his, his songs, um, golly, it, uh, it, it actually is a, it's a funny, it's a really funny song, but, um, let me see here. It's, uh, why can't I find it now? Travis, what were you looking up? You act like you had some exciting stuff going on. Oh, right there? Yeah. I'm to get a beer. No, I got to be 100% honest with you. I was... Uh, your balls? Adjusting. Were you checking your balls out? I was adjusting myself. I had I, I wanted to get off camera to be polite, but you had to just completely call me out there. Cause I know you no, I thought you were, I thought you were looking up something. You were taking like a selfie. I was like, there's, oh, okay. Right, there's, right. there's, there's two songs. There's two songs. I'm not going to sing them. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep a, a halfway decent persona here. That cause well, I someone gonna be out give there, this but, man a job, give but, him a job, job, big job. It, look up everyday normal guy and everyday normal guy too. Okay. All right. By John LaJoy, J O N L A J O I E. It's like a weird, it's a weird spelling, but same title. Just added to. It just added to. So, can y'all hear that? So, it's this. I just hear the first like. It's this dude just like just starts talking. You just got. You got. You got. You got to look it up. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I just. You got to look. You got to look. That it's, was it's, the tea. That was the tea. That was the tea. But <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's Taco from that show. Right. Right. Like, right. Right. You're like the hell. This dude's got a album out. Like, you know. Well, it's like it's like what was the guy back back in the day on American Idol who was an awful singer? I can't. Remember William Hung, man. Yes, Hung. Huh? Yeah, he had a, he he literally had an album come out. He so, oh, He moves. Yeah. He moves. I'm like really. Yes, Mike Brown is a human. Okay, everybody, get off of Mike Brown. Okay, uh, listen, Mike, uh, Mike Brown, Dad, Mike Brown, Mike Brown, Mike Brown is one of the greatest people you'll meet, and y'all can say what you want in Cincinnati. I saw him on a different level. I'm just telling y'all right now, Mike Brown is a is a good guy. He's taken a lot of sli- a lot of heat. I get it, but go to last year. Wait, right? I'll, I'll Might have taken a little longer. Like, but look at last look, year. Look, hey, Kyle's right there, though. Kyle's really preaching there because you saw a tr- you saw a tide turn with him. Yeah, well, certainly. You finally well, yeah, saw. I, he hasn't felt. done that the whole time, and he got fired up. Mike yeah. Brown, so well, that should show everyone how, like, he's being 
Serious. Like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take coaches back. Like, look, Mike Brown. Shut up, Jeff. Went, you didn't went work through, with him. Went through the whole conversation. He went through the whole, Jeff, whole like fucking, went through the whole 90s. Yeah, I'll right, take his back. The I'm 90s. there on the day Never day did basis. one thing that Phil Castellini did in one damn year where he attacked the fans and attacked everybody else. Mike Brown never did that. So – so I, I, I'm with you, Kyle. I'm, I, I, I totally believe you that. that I, I respect I, I nothing more well, than Jeff standing his ground while me and Dale immediately were like, Yeah, I know. I'm like, you guys want to shut the hell up? I had like, a good point. You guys kept talking. I'm like, Listen, we don't have to we don't have to agree all the time. And that's the problem in this world right now is everybody's so sensitive about stuff. So, like, you don't have to agree with everything. I I, I promise you, y'all got some stuff y'all think that I, I don't like Miller Lite, to be honest with you. And I know you're drinking a Miller Lite. I don't like it. <laughs> there you it go, Dale. Yeah. It's a bad I mean, aftertaste. I, I mean, well, I like squirrel piss, but hey, I ain't going to uh, be mad that you're drinking it. Eric, uh, I, I, Kyle, Cheers. I got to hook you up with this when you, when you, when you come to the What about Miller Lite, Kyle? Kyle? I don't know how I don't know the last time I've had Miller High Life. Um, is that the champagne of beers? Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't mind that, but Miller Light has a weird aftertaste. So fuck you, Travis. He's going to That's like high. Now I told you I told you I'm drinking a, a, a stank beer right now. So like I mean, well look, you had that booty one though. Yeah, I have a very good one for you. I already drank it. It's gone. I have a very good one. If you if I ever get to beach, I'll give you one of these. It's a good beer. This is how classy I am. <laughs> I've used, hey, listen, listen. Here's the drink to do, okay? And this is this is for anybody that's trying to kind of not put too many calories in your body. All right, we don't worry about that here. Get, okay, I know you don't. Okay, get, but this is for anybody listening. All right, over there, like Jeff Ralston that says I don't like the taste of beer either. Well, well, Jeff, I got something for you. All right, listen, get a shaker bottle like you're going to go work out, like you you know the that has the little thing inside of it. You know, put some ice in it. If, if, if your shaker bottle is this big, fill it to about here with vodka. All right. Fill the rest with water and then spray those Kool-Aid squirts in there. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Done. That's a move. That's a hundred percent a move. And, and, and the cool thing is you can take that to the park with your kids and everybody just thinks you're just drinking water. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's, that's a flex right move. there. Come on. That's so. a flex. We're not doing the flex again. I'm Jeff, a flex. So that's, that's, on, not even, that's not even a subtle flex. That that's, was just that's a light pack, yeah, exactly. bro. That's he a light pack. pack. Bam. But cool. no, it, it 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 and it tastes it tastes good. That's that's the thing. Like like I, I'm not a big hard liquor. Like people go on the bourbon trail and they sip bourbon and things. And I I'm, I respect I respect the fucking, hell out of people that do that. Matt's but not in here anymore. You fucking pussy, I, Matt. I can't I can't just enjoy that. I just don't enjoy it. And. I don't. But when I when I did the vodka Kool Aid thing, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm hydrating, and now I might be dehydrating too. But I'm hydrating, so it's balancing. Yeah. It's, balancing. Yeah. it's a balancing act. Life is yeah. balanced, right? Yeah. There, there, there's a buddy of mine when we were younger. He loves Sprite and vodka because it freaking tastes like Sprite, and he can just drink it all day it long. Is, and isn't that like this like one of the sweetest things you'd ever drink right there? Yeah, like, yeah. And he liked it. <laughs> like I. I hey, personally like hey my buddy back in the day was super health, healthy. He liked crack, and he liked uh, fucking hookers. So, like what? So when, when I was in uh, when I was in in Michigan, uh, you know, the weed was legal up there, and yeah, I know that. And it was amazing to me that it actually became like drugs, like weed, like became not a, as big of a deal because. It wasn't that big. Like anybody can get it now. You just got to be, you know, whatever, 21 years old. And it's like, right. 
you know, it now, you know, when you're, when you're getting it illegally, it's, it's a big deal. Oh man, I got, you know, and, and it's like everybody up there and, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't do it because I, I'm always scared. I'm going to get a job and get drug tested. So I'm just like, right. you know, yeah, no, uh, so, like so I don't, I, I don't do it, but at the same time, like if you want to do it, be safe with it, just like you do when you drink and, yeah. and, and these people up there, it just became like, Oh yeah, man, I got my gummies at night and that's how I go to sleep at night. And, you know, and, and, and it's legal. Like, it's not like it's, it is what it is, and, and look, at this, look, look at this smile, Travis's face. Look at that big smile. No, no, but, no. I only, I only say that because the comment that he made. Because it's kind of like when you restrict it for so long, people want to do it more and more. Right. And yeah. right. It's like the prohibition era. You know? soon, it's like exactly. Anything exactly. Exactly. But as soon as you let the guard down, you're like, okay, here you go. It's like letting the parents let the kids drink. Some of them may drink a little bit and get that experience in them, but then they're going to be educated in that. Besides just being like. Here you go, have fun. And it's like, holy crap, let's do it. Now that you finally are able to do it, you can finally decide, like, okay, yeah. when can I do it? When do I want to do it? I just be like, all right, let's take it at, at a time so I can still be a normal adult. Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a 38 year old man. And it's like, when I was a kid, the more my parents would say, don't do this or don't do that, the more I wanted to do it. You know what's weird is Kayla's brother, I think, is 38. Y'all might be twins. Like you yeah, might be it's yeah. getting really uncomfortable. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. You we're, might we're, actually be like a long lost Epinet. Yeah, you know, yeah. there, there may be something out there. You I need to look at, you need to look up the name Epinet and see if you have any Epinet in in your in your DNA tree. I haven't yet, but I might later tonight. <laughs> All right. So that's a that's a long drive for you, but she's a casky now, so that's that. she doesn't have a sister, so it's only gonna be a brother you're getting. So is that too, think, too I, much? I, you I, take I, what you can get, Kyle. <laughs> hey. right, Kyle, I'll bring it back to some football talk here where you're talking about the, the hits in, in the 2015 playoff game. Now, rolling into to Sunday. shut game. up. We're trying to end this one. Oh, we are? <laughs> you're going to have him on your show next Friday, right? I think so. Hey, ask, ask it because, hey, you know what? He, 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 had, he had the balls to tell you to be quiet, so – Right, and, cool. and the guy without balls left, so exactly. we had to have somebody. All right, real quick. So, He's so taking all the hits, balls again, I do believe. <laughs> so, so, so real background. quick, the, the hit that T. Higgins took, all the shots that Mika Fitzpatrick was taking on the Bengals, a lot of those Bengals fans think it should be a head-to-head shot, you know, helmet-to-helmet Damn. shots. Hold on, hold on. Are those your balls getting cut off again? Yeah. Yes, yeah. you got them cut off again. Oh. No, sorry. It's a, I live in an old Victorian house, and sometimes that door doesn't really want to close. So my wife came in and had to like keep closing it, and I was like, "Oh." All right. So, so you're asking if 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 I think that was a legal hit or not? Is that yeah, what you're asking? Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, no. so it the way it went down, it, it probably should have been called. I would say that I don't think any of them were were like. Now I say this as a as a non bingo guy now or you know non I, I have no dog in this fight but right you know right. i the the way he got the way t higgins was getting hit and kind of got hit into the guy i think it caused it to look a lot worse than it was but again the the rules are meant to be there for what happens not that's not not for the not for their did they mean to do it or not right it's not for the intent and, it's for the action yeah Exactly. Well, Mickey so, didn't care. Uh, like we were at the stadium, he goes, "Come on, come yeah. on!" Yeah. He when everybody saw shit. the replay and that he hit him in the head and knocked yeah. him out on his mm-hmm. dad's birthday, who just passed away. Fuck you, Mickey. He's the not. he's the next he's the next he he's the next version of that guy. Uh, you know that everybody's gonna hate. You know, Joey Porter. Uh, Joey Porter. You know, I don't know if anybody did. Y'all, did did Bengal fans ever really hate Palomalu? I don't think they did. 
because he wasn't really, dirty. I respected him. I respected him as well. Yeah. yeah. We begrudgingly respected him. I feel like. Yeah. 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 I don't think because he he's a he's one of those guys you, you he's on the wrong team, but you kind of right. go. Right. I would love to have that guy. On yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It was exactly. like it was like it was like when we got James Harrison in 2013. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you hate that guy. You hate him. You hate him. And then, oh, he's on our team. Everybody, everybody wiped their face and goes, oh, damn, he's really cool. Like, it it wasn't wasn't the defensive scheme fit. That was the shitty part. He goes back to Pittsburgh, still has another good year, too. Uh, Yeah. I I, I got so many questions to ask you about that, but we can wait that. that Well, let me let me answer. Crip Crip Keeper has has a good question up there. It says, who's the best player I ever coached, pros or college? Um, if you go by actual accolades and where oh they're going to end up. I, I, the chat's I, moving too fast. All right, I was, a, I was actually uh, – I was Adrian Peterson's position coach in Detroit. So, Ooh, there you go. Um, if you want to talk about the best – like, if you want to talk go. about the biggest name that I've oh. ever coached, I actually coached Adrian Peterson for a year. There you go. And that's, that's crazy. And, and well, it's – that 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 was an interesting year because we got him at the at final cut. He got cut by Washington at the end of the fourth preseason game. Yeah, year. he was we supposed picked, to be done. Yeah, and we picked him up and and he he came in and we had Carry on Johnson starting for us that year and uh, Carry on started the first few few games and then Adrian came in and uh, just was running wild early and then you know it just kind of the season kind of that was the 2020 season with no fans you know that that and coach you know matt patricia got let go that year and you know things kind of unraveled so that year got weird but um you know i I think i learned a lot from coaching him because you got to coach him you 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 coach everybody with the same standard but you you've got to coach everybody differently you know what i mean and so like so i had a i had a rookie i had a rookie in there uh ty johnson that was uh you know kind of coming up and we ended up letting him go like after week three because we brought Adrian in. Uh, but anyway, we, we, uh, he learned a lot in three weeks from this guy. Like it was amazing what this kid progressed just by watching when, when, by the way, he doesn't go by AP, he goes by AD. All right. AD. Yep. All, all day. Um, all day. Yep. Exactly. So if you call remember, him AP. I remember in college. I remember we, they call him that at Oklahoma. If you call him AP, he corrects you. So, um, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, um, like his kid, if, if you want to talk about like the best player and, and, um, and I stand, I stand by this. Uh, I, I really believe the the best player that I've had the privilege of being a part of drafting and, uh, really knowing the guy is Joe Mixon. Uh, I, I was and, hoping we were going to get there. And, exactly. um, so the only and, last and thing I had on here was just, he's, he is, um, he has become the player and the person I think nobody thought he would become. Except well, for, it, except for, like I, I saw it, I saw it that way after I spent time with him. Yeah. When, when our guys, when we brought him in the building, that's what turned the tide because I was the only one that had really been around him because I went to his pro day. Can, can I ask something with this yeah. real quick? Like, were you nervous at all when you guys traded down? Because yes. I, like, I was like, I would have been shit my pants in your position. Now I, I do know that we traded with Minnesota, so I, I know him, him and Zim, uh, Marvin and Zim, probably like said, "Hey, who are you taking?" And he yeah, told me, and know, that's when he said, up, "He said okay, trust. he said okay, listen." But we still had to worry. I think there was, was seven like other, t- yeah, it was. I think, seven, it was eight, I think it was, I think it was eight picks. So there was seven yeah. other teams, you know, right. that that were in there. And I remember I was mad. I got up and walked out because uh, we were in the draft room and <sighs> we did we, we did we traded. So then kind of all right, come back and. You know, come back when we got four picks or whatever, and and that's forever. 
with how they oh, drawled yeah. the draft out. And so I, I got up and I walked and I walked back in and I was texting uh, Joe's agent, Peter Schaefer. And I was like, Hey, what are you hearing? What are you hearing? Is anybody going to take him between us? Cause like, we got to get this guy. And, you know, and again, it, it was one of those things too, when we took him that, you, you know, there, there was an image that had to be fixed. Right. And, right. and I think when we, when we took him, a lot of people questioned it and, but I didn't, I never did. And I know when he came in on his th- top 30 visit during the draft process, cause I, I went to his pro day, uh, so I was night before his pro day, his pro day, and then he came in on his top 30 visit. All right. So I was with him a lot of that week for a week, almost a week straight. And, uh, just got to know him, got to know all that was going on around him, the stories that weren't that story. And when you find out what he does for his family, you find out what he does for his hometown and things. I mean, how you can't like the guy and I get it. And if you want to hold grudges against people, that's something they did a long time ago. You know, now everyone and, loves them here right. though. But, but listen, Hey, if, if every, if the worst thing that any of us did was on camera, right. Do y'all really want that? No, and well, he, he and, got unlucky. We've said this a few times. Like, I'm sorry if I, I'm not a black man, so I cannot relate to being an African American or a black man or, or whatever. But if some woman calls me the N-word in my face and I've grew up a certain way and that and just like she was so disrespectful, you could see that on the camera. Yeah. Like alone yeah. that she was the aggressor. There was a there was a and lot he more. made there's a lot more. Yeah, There's a lot more of that story too. That's I'm gonna hold, hold, hold that for, for somebody else to tell. So. Yeah, for that's, somebody that. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing, Kyle. I think it goes to show that the work that you guys did to find this stuff out, because I know you guys took a lot of heat about that. Credit. Kyle did. Like, <laughs> Kyle, let's give yes. the man some credit. Yes, the Kyle. Yeah. Kyle did. I think I said that, but that Kyle did. You guys did, and, and there, you guys got got a lot of heat for taking him. Because yeah. there's a lot of thoughts here in Cincinnati that we were going to try to get him, you know, and and a lot of Bengals fans were, were upset, like, oh great, here we go, draft another guy with a bad character and yada yada yada. Wasn't that? And you guys are like, no, he's not what you saw in that 10 second clip or whatever long it was. Yeah. Now he's, he's a captain. That. He's a captain. Now, yes, now he's, he's captain. He 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 was a he was a guy that when he came in, he had his mother with him when he got drafted and, you know, we, we bring him in the next day and, and, you know, we introduce him to the media or whatever. And, uh, he had his mother with him and we came up and we sat in my office and we, I just, the first thing I said, I, you know, I said, all right, for, this is for both of you. Um, you know, there, a lot went down to get you here. And I said, all the stuff that happened, this is the last time you're going to hear me talk about it unless something happens on your end that I got to talk about. I said, you won't hear about this again. I won't talk about it again. When we leave this room, I said, it's clean slate. And, and it was, and, and Joe, Joe's one of those guys, like, um, he is very, uh, if he trusts you and he believes in you, um, he will do whatever he, you need him to do, you know, and and very loyal, but the, the, the cool thing about him is, he's he's never wavered from proving everybody wrong you know he didn't just it's not like he had a good year went to the super bowl and all of a sudden he's like i'm here you know he's like no i still got a chip on my shoulder man and you know there's still people out there that don't believe in me and and he's doing everything he can man because he does good things man go look at the the camps he runs in his hometown he does some great things 
He's, he's a good a, man. an amazing he's a dude, man. and I'm so, I am thankful that you drafted him. Absolutely, like, you yeah. were helped. So, you so thank you, Kyle. Thank you for walking out of Make sure we got him. <laughs> well, I'll Let's, tell you what. I got to I got to throw this out there. The going back to the Mike Brown thing when we brought him in on a top thirty visit. That's what sold the Bengals on it was he when he met Mike Brown in Mike Brown's office on the third floor of that end zone facility, all right, overlooking the river. That's what sold Joe Mixon to the Bengals because he went in there, you know, I believe he went in there just with his mom. I I didn't go in there with him. I don't think Marvin went in there with him because a lot of times we'll go in with them when they talk to him, but uh, nobody went in with him. So it was those two in there. And when they came out, it was all smiles and hugs and they manned up. I mean, you know, and, and it was at that point, I don't think there was ever a doubt that we were going to try to take him at least, you know, Right. That's why I said I would have been sweating my nuts off if I was in your position with the trade. <laughs> when, 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 when I don't know who went before him, but when he got taken, I remember just, just almost went, just like slammed my head on the desk. You know? <laughs> and, and cause, cause we, you know, at that point, you know, we're holding like they had these magnetic tiles up there and then that's what they turned into uh, the guys that called into yeah. the draft and, right. and, uh, uh, you probably, I don't even know if y'all know this, but y'all know our trainers and equipment guys are the guys that are sitting at that desk and no, at the draft. That's, they, they aren't, that's not like there's GM sitting at those desks. <laughs> right. Kyle, yeah, yeah, Kyle, yeah, I'm a huge draft nerd, so I need you to just yes. fill me in on all the stuff I don't know about oh, because tr- tr- it drives tr- me tr- crazy tr- that I don't know. But, but he all, drives me nuts in March. He, he so, has all kinds of draft stuff. The Bengals are pretty cool now. They may do it differently now, so I don't know. But when I was there, everybody, every coach was in the draft room for every pick. And it was pretty cool to watch the process. So I learned a lot from just watching the process. Because when I went to Detroit, uh, you know, there was more of kind of the Patriot way of of they asked you to come in when they needed you. you got two or three guys. Yeah, they'll pull you in the room, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I didn't see a whole lot. And then my last draft uh, in Detroit was actually that virtual draft. And that was interesting. We're all sitting at home watching it like everybody else. Right. We, we, we had Zooms going on in front of us, like with the coaches. But like in all reality, you know, like the picks that are coming through, we didn't have the system like they have in the building that had the little ticker that was going off. And we knew five minutes before everybody else. But, you know, and then uh, we ended up taking DeAndre Swift in that draft in the second round. And uh, that was just so weird because I literally walked into my backyard and FaceTimed facetimed him after we drafted him that's i didn't see him i did not see deandre swift until training camp oh wow wow weird man yeah. and i saw him on i saw him on zoom i saw him on zooms don't get me wrong i saw him right. we, we but, zoomed yeah. the whole time. Never... so hard as a coach not yeah. to know like it's different you know, for see him on zoom person. to see him in, in person and and, and yeah. the character content high plays that's gonna be completely different and that, that whole off season uh, was, was now that off season did teach us a lot of things that we, we can do a lot of things, not in the office, you know, all these, all the things about how many hours we work and coaches are just grinding all the time. Well, we learned a lot about there's, that doesn't necessarily have to happen because there's a lot of things we can do virtually if we needed to. And, you know, not now, not everybody's going to fall into that because everybody's, you know, football coaches are, this is how we do it. This is how we've always done it. And it's one of those things of, uh, until somebody mandates it, it's not going to change, you know, but that, that year showed us a lot. I mean, we, we were, we got to training camp and they still knew the plays. They were still in shape. I mean, you know, but ice, ice, man, 
I'm gonna let you off here. Uh, tell people where they can find you. I'm gonna talk to Kyle and then end this because I know the game's getting ready to start. You said you wanted to watch the game, right? No, I, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I, no. I Tra- Travis not here. I, I can do the fired up set. Same I thing. actually, I actually gotta, I actually gotta get off yeah. at some point because this is. You, you that's guys what I was. Well, you can't see it, but I'm actually in my uh, – I'm in the nursery. I turned, my nurs- oh. I turned my nursery. So my 10-month-old is so probably Derek, out there crying. Derek, Derek kind of was here because Derek always recorded from, like, his son's room. He's yeah. got a corner, though. You look like you got a little more space. I, I got I got a wall. So I got – you know, <laughs> so, you, so, if, so if you turn it this way a little bit, you can see there's actually a there chair. There's, there a, there's a crib. Yeah, yeah nice. so. that looks like Derek's yeah. written. Like now see, his kids see, are like three and four. Kyle, so, this, you know, this is what's good about having older kids. I got the whole damn basement, so it's all. Well, right, so. <laughs> here's the thing: I live in Louisiana. We don't have basements. They don't even bury right, people underground here. Dude, my, my wife's from Florida. We lived in Florida yeah. for the first. All right, all right. They only bury people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got, yeah. you'll have him. I know, I know. I got Coach, you. I'd love to have you back on. I took up more of your time than I wanted. I was hoping to get 45 minutes. You gave me an almost an hour and a half. Yeah. I really appreciate it, man. And anytime you'd like to come back on, we'd love to have you. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. And hey, if you guys get a chance, uh, we have a we have a foundation. It's Caskey Family Foundation, foundation yeah. and uh, it's at Caskey Family F N D. Uh, you just, just type in Caskey Family Foundation and and Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, anything like that. Uh, we're trying to help education. So, we're, like this year, we helped some teachers get started with their rooms. So we sent Amazon gift cards to help them buy stuff for their rooms. Uh, in Detroit, we helped get surfaces during the pandemic for schools that didn't have surface that didn't have for kids that didn't have the ability to virtually learn. Yeah. And uh, so they're, they're, you know, we're not asking for money. All we're asking for is just, uh, you know, give us a follow. Um, and because we're, we're trying to, we're about to, we got a meeting tomorrow. We're going to try to find some ways to get going again. Now that I've got a little time, unfortunately, but we're going to try to use it in a good way. And my wife is running the foundation and she does a, a, a great job. And um, it just gives us a follow. Cause it, we may have something that comes up that can help somebody, you know, and uh, that's what we're trying to get. I'll, to. I'll put it out on our page of yeah. where to follow. And then uh, do you guys have a website too? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, it's caskeyfamilyfoundation.org. Okay. I'll and put then, all that on our pages. Tag, tag and stuff. me on it, you know, so I can tweet it out too. And then, and then, uh, selfishly at Coach Kyle Kasky. And then, uh, my wife, my wife needs a bigger following on Twitter. She's at NFL Bombshell. All right. Well, why ain't she following me, sir? Yeah, well, all right, she should follow well, us first. Hold on. I'll get her. I'll get her to follow yeah, y'all. I, I I'll get her to follow y'all. But she's NFL so, Bombshell, and tell her to follow her brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'll get that done tonight. But no, uh, yeah, but I, I, I appreciate y'all having us, having me on. And it's, uh, I mean, I, I will say this, the Bengals fan base, um, especially of late, I mean, for obvious reasons, but even before that was starting to really take off and, uh, you guys are a tight knit group, you know, and, and I mean, hell, you, both of you guys have podcasts and you're, you know, coming on each other's spot, you know, you go on each other's podcasts and help yeah, out. We don't. Yeah, we want to help each other. Like that's the yeah, thing. There's right. some weird people yeah. that don't want to do that's that. That's my boy right there. My but but mother. But we if you look at each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you yeah. but if you look around, like I mean, all the all the crap that the Bengals had been in uh, over the last few years, kind of you know the the end of the time I was there through the first few years of of Zach before they went last year. Obviously went to the Super Bowl. Uh, for the fans to still go online and 
really defend the team, you know, because there's a lot of people that are. It's hard are, sometimes. We, we yeah. took a lot of shit. Is all I and, and, and yeah, but my where I'm going with this is enjoy it. Okay. Yes. Don't, don't get, don't, do not get upset if things, if this year doesn't end up as good as last yeah. year, if it it's ends up better do, than last year. It's hard to go year. back to the Super Bowl every it, year. Like. If it ends up better than last year, then great. But if it doesn't, here's the thing. Enjoy it because that team has players that are that are elite. Joe Burrow's elite. Chase is elite. Mixon's elite. Those there's some guys on that defense. Uh, Hubbard, I think, is elite. You know Hendrickson. those Hendrickson's elite. You know Logan uh, Wilson balled DJ, out. DJ Reader. There's there's, there's good players across the board on that team, right. and uh, Clark Harris is elite. All right, Clark <laughs> Harris is elite. <laughs> All right, Clark, you heard me say it, man. I had, I had you. You should right go there. in the All ring right. of honor. Yes. You know what? I know that sounds crazy, but anybody that plays on the same team for that long as a long snapper, I mean, like Don Muehlbach. Never a bad snap. Never, Don, ever. Don was in Detroit and got let go last year. Don Muehlbach was a teammate of mine at A&M. He was a year younger than me and played until last year as a long snapper. Wow. It was with the Lions the whole time. Like, I'm talking about. I don't even know how long how long that was. I mean, you're talking about like 18 years, right? Something. Right. Now, he should go into he should go in Ford Field up there, but you know, exactly. but they should. But, you got to give more credit to the everybody's a part of the team, and especially as you've been there that long. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. They, they put that much sweat and tears into that team for that long. All right, so, we gotta get off here. She's <laughs> clearly horny. My wife is clearly horny. You mentioned Sam Hubbard. That's her favorite guy. Uh, exactly. so, is that your is that your wife that just said that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She loves yeah. Her some I was, Sam Hubbard. I, I see. Uh, Marissa, listen. I'm sorry. I'm taking him away from you. All right. I know. I know. There's. There's. There's times that you just got to get to him, and that's maybe one of them. So Sam or Marissa, Sam. I just Sam. called it Sam. Hey, Sam. <laughs> yeah, Sam. You're basically, you're basically like a couple name now. He's gonna call Dale Sam. Though, don't worry about it. You, you know what? Uh, you know what? Just just tell her to call you Sam, and everything yeah. will be good. Yeah, I don't look nothing like Sam. Hey, Kayla's, Kayla's name is Dust. Or Kayla's brother's name is Dusty. Okay, so you know, I mean, just I might so. start calling Dale Dusty now. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, Dusty. All right. Well, I All appreciate right, you guys having me, man. See you, brother. Thanks for coming on. I'll see you next appreciate Friday. It, right now, yes. I, I, unless my wife decides that we got to go do something, yes. Right now, next Friday, I'll be there. All right, All right. brother. Thanks, All Kyle. Right. Yep. I'll see you. Good day. All right, Jeff. That's you want funny. to fire him up or not? I can do it. All right. So, all right. How do I do this? You just gotta get it started and just. I'm gonna shit. play the video and then I'm gonna put. Hold on. Let me get you ready for the main screen in okay, general. Right, let, me, let me get this stuff out. All right. I'm ready. Why are you so choppy? You need better internet. I, well, I, I don't know. Sorry. We'll work with what we have. All right. You ready? Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. You know where you are. You're in the jungle, baby. You're gonna die. Fire him up. 
Sunday. But you know what? They lost by three points. Dallas, we got something for you. His name is Jackpot Joey Burrow. His name is the real Uno. His name is Hopefully T. Higgins. We hope he comes back. Pressure T. Higgins. They're going to come to Dallas and take over. And you know what us Bengals fans are going to be doing? We're sitting here drinking some Jackpot Joey beer and downing them while we whip your ass, Hootay! Hootay. Let's get this shit. Baby. Hey. Cincinnati jungle fitted. Who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we fill it. Earned our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping. Nasty natty, yeah, we live it. Fit the crowd, hit the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the pounce, make the city howl. Now we feasting now. Thunder through the tunnel from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes we tatted on the jungle when we flex that. Who they muscle on them? Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the In the jungle, we unite in the Trippin' orange and black and white Who day when we fight Live and die in these stripes Now who got a move rockin' on Now who wanna move crossin' on Now who wanna move Holy hell, that was fucking fun!